This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Let's get into this conversation at 13 minutes after 9 o'clock with Chilizi Radali, who's a relationship life coach. He calls himself Chilizi the coach, Radali. Um, and we're speaking about what really makes a home, but also how to build those relationships that you may have with people in order for you to have a home, right? Um, Chilizi, good morning. Thanks for your time. Morning to her and the listeners of so when we speak about making a home, and I suppose from your angle, then we speak about relationship-wise, right? What does make a home for most people? Yeah, indeed, it's, it's a very broad uh, topic, Tsiko. Uh, but um, like you said, from a relationship point of view, um, and I think you, you have just opened it up very well um, with the element of happiness um, to say, you know, the relationship part, it will start with you as an individual yourself being happy mm-hmm. and and that's the part that i believe a lot of people you know kind of uh, uh, misunderstand the word happiness because we we tend to believe that other people are reliable or responsible for making us happy not realizing that it has to start with us ourselves being happy with ourselves therefore we can then share that external feeling you know toward others and then it becomes a, a, a enjoyable environment so so relationship wise it starts with you how you relate with yourself being happy with yourself being at peace with yourself and and i would i would also say being authentic and i think that's the one also very rare element nowadays uh, being authentic because people are mostly caught up in, in in wanting to be validated externally you know um, we are more worried about what others think or say about us Therefore, we end up losing our authenticity. You know, we, we end up losing our, our, our real us, the real you, mm-hmm. because you, you end up doing too much because you're more mindful about what others think or say about you. So I would say the element of being authentic as well plays a big role. Being uh, uh, in an element of, of relating with yourself first. Before we can go and talk about others, let it start with you. It's the relationship you have. Have the genuine relationship you have with yourself, and and also the issue of compatibility as well. So it plays a big part. Being comfortable with yourself, who you are, what you can achieve, what you can afford, and all that before you can go and being comfortable with others. Because if you're not comfortable with yourself, uh, regardless of how close the person is next to you, but if you're not comfortable with yourself, you won't feel any comfort with anybody else. Even if we were to change the environment and make it as luxurious as it may be, you might find that you're, you feel out of place, as some people would say. You know, you, you give them the most uh, luxurious uh, environment or an apartment or a home that you've built, but if the person is not comfortable with themselves, they will not have that feeling of comfortability. So I, I would say from start, it, it, it starts there. Mm-hmm. A good relationship with yourself. I mean, that indeed is, you know, I suppose the right way to go. But how does one build that good relationship with oneself? Do I have to live alone in order to be able to get that good and special relationship with myself that actually makes sense? I would, it, it's not about being alone. It, it's all about being present with self, right? 
and being present with self, it means even when you are alone, it's easy to can be alone in sense of uh, you not having somebody else, right? That's what being alone is. Mm-hmm. But you find that you are far away. Uh, I, I, I know we, we speak of, of being uh, your body is here, but the mind is on the other side of town. It's, it's very much possible. Uh, one once said, you know, it, it looks like the lights are on, but there's nobody home. When you're not present with self, it means you are not dealing with the realities of what is happening currently. Be in the moment. If you are feeling sad, you know, from a life coach point of view, it's funny that we, we, we do promote one being in that feeling because this is what completes life. If it's a moment of you feeling sad, feel sad, but don't start, get stuck in that feeling. You need to be present. What is it that's making you sad? That's when you are being present. It's when you start now, you know, being, being, being internal with yourself and asking yourself, what is it that is making me feel sad? How can I avoid this feeling because I don't want it? If I am happy, what is it that's making me feel happy? Can I sustain this feeling because I want to feel happy? The issue here now of, 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 of being present with self, that is the biggest key, uh, where people have to be present with self. And, and it's unfortunate that nowadays people run away from themselves. That's why we, we, we easily move, choose to be distracted. Uh, the element of, of us playing with our phones, constantly spending time on social media. Some people, they just even avoid being alone. You know, they'd rather invite people over because they don't want to face themselves. And unfortunately, the more we avoid being with ourselves, it's when we cannot conquer any battles outside of ourselves if we cannot fight and win battles mm. within ourselves. Be true to yourself. Be present with self. So, so that's the start. And I suppose, you know, we keep talking about home, right? How can we make our homes lively or, um, you know, just in a space where I feel like I am home? Now, now, now after you have done this part of, 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 of working on yourself, then you start now overflowing it to those people around us. And I would start by saying, as much as there is so much need of Uchehofa to outside by a lot of people, you need now to decide your own inner circle, those people that matter the most. And those are the people you need to start by building very solid relationship with. One, how do I then do a coach? By having what I call constant communication. And this constant communication, let us not only limit it from a part where it's only usually only doing the communicating, where you always start the conversation and there is no reciprocation from the other end. You also need to be very mindful of that because if not managed well, that element, you know, you might find that you are now creating a, a toxic type of situation whereby you realize that the moment you don't start a conversation with person B, it looks like no communication happens. And, and that's why now you also need to do your own stock take of those, that very same inner circle. So constant relationships, that is now also uh, accompanied by uncomfortable conversations. If you tend to do things that makes me feel sad, you tend to do things that makes me feel uncomfortable, I should be in a position to open up and be that transparent to you and say, look, when you do these things, maybe you're not even aware. They make me feel this way. Now, the element of those type of uncomfortable conversations then builds up to a solid relationship. So, so we really need to have that. And you be intentional. 
be intentional in your conversation to say, I want to maintain this type of relationship with this person, whether it's a sibling, whether it's a friend, whether it's your partner, your spouse, you need to be intentional about building those relationships. Sometimes it might not feel well, it might not feel good, you know, to do it. At, at some point, they will uh, uh, step on your toes. You are going to step on their toes. Now, the element now of forgiving comes into play as well. If you want to maintain any kind of relationship, you need to be ready to forgive. Because at some point, because we are different beings, you will find that at some point you do or say things in the way that you believe is okay for you, but only to find that the next person does not prefer your way of doing or saying things. Now you end up offending the next person, and what now sustains or keeps this relationship flowing? It's the element of forgiveness. So forgiveness as well comes in very much strongly there. And also being accepted to say we are different. Be willing to accept that you don't see things the way the next person sees them. And that in itself should not, from a, a, a natural point of view, make you feel that maybe there's something wrong or there's something wrong with the next person. We are just different beings. We, we have got different frames of mind. We have got different filters that makes us choose what interests us as well. And, and also giving each other space as well. Eh? There are some people who would rather prefer to be with themselves simply because they feel sometimes overwhelmed you know, by, by, by you consuming too much of their space. So you also need to know when to, to pick up that the person B deserves their space as much as you also feel at some point that you deserve your space as well, where you can be present yourself. You know? So, so that, that's the other element of you building these relationships with other people. Mm, and it is important to have these relationships with other people, you know, and you, as you've spoken, some conversations won't be easy. Some conversations won't even be nice, but they need to be had, right? And how can we have those conversations, Tilizi, when it comes to, you know, having the difficult conversations? You know, if somebody tells you, you know, I don't appreciate how you spoke to me, I suppose, uh, yeah, let me ask, how can we start to have those conversations? But also, how do we ensure that we still don't offend the next person? A very important question, and 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 when you were asking this question, I was I was somehow laughing because even myself as a coach, I have been in positions where other people would tell me, and I'm talking about people who matter, who mm-hmm. when they tell me certain traits about me that they don't find useful or uh, acceptable, because I'm also human, and 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 I think the one important element of making a conversation or sending a message across is the issue of uh, uh, approach. How you send the message across. Don't to be in a position whereby you end up sending the emotions and not the message. Mm. What do I mean by that? If it's something that uh, triggers your anger, right? allow the anger feeling to subside first before you can then communicate the message with the person. If whatever it is that Chekho did that makes you feel angry, first allow the emotion of anger to subside. Then at a later stage, then send across the message to say, Chekho, when you did one, two, three, you made me feel angry. Mm-hmm. And not forgetting that the element of anger is it's, it's you. You're within that control. You are in control of that feeling. Because what the other person is doing does not directly make you. It's just that because of past experiences, 
I spoke of filters earlier to say we come from different filters as well. Your filters then chooses the element of you being angry. And that the, it, it, it's a very broad subject when we are talking from an LLP coaching point of view. But the point I want to drive home is that you need to choose the best approach. One, make sure that you are sending the message and not the feeling itself. How do you do that? If it's people you know and they're around you, you know when is the best time to can talk to them about the uncomfortable situation or topics. Normally when the person is very happy, that's when we advise, go and talk to them about the negative things that you believe they do or say that makes you feel uncomfortable. You know, you create that environment. You can say this person, oh, you know, this is the best option where you can say, hey, but you know what? When you do or you say one, two, three, four, Hahima, these things, they don't sit well with me. Put yourself in that person's shoes as to how would you want to receive that very same information if it was you on the other end. So the moment you are able to put yourself in somebody's shoes, when, when you relay the message, you will realize that you don't want to play the man. You want to play the boss. It, it's not about the person. It's about what they did or say. Because I think a few days ago, I shared a, a post on social media to say, a, what a person does, which is wrong, it does not define who they are. It's just a decision they took for that moment, which serves them right at that point to say, if I do this, it serves me right. But maybe at that point, I was not thinking broad to say, how does it then affect the next person? So, so let's not go to a point where we define a person based on a behavior, right? So, if, and, and also it's different. We can say, but what if the person does it over and over? Again, before we get angry and judge, it could be that this person, they don't know. Maybe they're acting from a point of trauma and they know that their behavior serves them right. Maybe they need that awakening. So it's the best approach that will then uncover this conversation to happen. It's how you approach the person so that you, you make them get the message and not the emotion. And also it then goes to how you choose the best words. If I say to you, Look, man, what I'm about to say here has nothing to do with you being a bad person. I just want us to have an open conversation whereby you get to know what you do or say that makes me feel not okay. And I'm also going to give you the same platform to say, if ever also on your side there are certain things. And then you start unpacking those things that you believe that the person does. And also to avoid uh, uh, these uncomfortable conversations from taking a different route, Jehovah. When things happen there and there, don't harbor them. Communicate them as and when it happens. But of course, like I said, allow the emotion to subside. What I'm saying is, if I make you uncomfortable today, why would you want to spend three weeks and tell me after three weeks? You might find that for you also, it becomes difficult to choose the right approach. But if you say it when it happens, it becomes easier because I'm still also able to reference to what you're talking about. Mm. Imagine if you are talking to somebody about something that they do or say that makes you uncomfortable and you say, you remember last year when you did one, two, three, four. The person might even avoid the conversation by saying, but I don't even remember what are you talking about? So the, the, the other option would be make sure that you say it while it's still fresh. But of course, making sure that the emotion themselves has done what? Has subsided so that you do not end up focusing on the emotions and not the message itself. I hope that makes sense. Makes so much sense. Thank you so much for that, Chilidzi. And I'd like to then find out for those who would like to get in touch with you to perhaps, you know, get some kind of coaching lessons from you, how can they do so? 
Um, Chilis is very much active on, on, on different social media platforms. On X, uh, you, they can uh, connect with me as well. It's at TCEE Radali. And then uh, I've got a WhatsApp line as well, which is 0731899513. And then on uh, Facebook, it's Chilis Radali. And that's how people can communicate with me. And then we can help each other to build these different types of relationships. Amazing stuff. Chiliti Ratzali, thank you so much for your time this morning. Truly appreciate it. Thank you so much. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.